Hello, and welcome to the Amateur Rock Tree podcast. Today, I will be talking to the President and Vice President of the Aeronautical and Rock Tree Society at Edinburgh Napier University to learn more about amateur rock tree. To start with, I talked to Lewis, who is the President of the Society, and I asked him to give us an idea on what amateur rock tree is all about. Amateur rocketry, and by extent model rocketry, is uh, probably one of the most niche hobbies practiced by people. Essentially, it is building and launching small rockets. Like, you can have like the most tiny thing in the world that's only like the size of a ruler, or you can build things that can potentially go to space. Basically, anyone can do it. It's just, it's not very well known, to be honest. To further this, I talked to Charles, who is the Vice President of the Society. I asked him to tell us what the Society offers to its members. So the Society is a great way of um, providing an introduction to the field of rocketry. Not just amateur rocketry, but I feel it's a good gateway into more professional rocketry and a good uh, potential career path for people to join. Part of that is we offer UCRA qualifications to any members. That's the United Kingdom Rocketry Association. This allows you to get qualifications based on the powers of rockets you launch and enables you to launch more powerful rockets beyond that. When I first heard about building and launching rockets, it didn't seem like it would be a simple task. So I asked Lewis and Charles about how the society helps people to create and launch their own rockets. The way we did it for the society to get people started was um, we started with kit rockets. So these are rockets which are uh, not quite pre-assembled, but you've got all the parts there and you just need to add fuel and put it all together. Uh, I think that is an excellent way for anybody who has the uh, sort of basic equipment of, sort of glue and cutting materials and stuff uh, to get into the field. It does have some sort of small setup costs, uh, such as uh, getting the glue and the rocket parts themselves, but it's fairly accessible, I'd say. We have a launch site in a place called Fairly Moor, which is just south of Glasgow. It's uh, the middle of a marsh land that uh, is only inhabited by a few sheep and wind turbines. And it's far away from anyone else. So we have uh, the highest launch ceiling in the UK, which basically means out of anywhere in the UK, we can go the highest without the government complaining about it. In terms of actually launching them on the day, depending on the size of the rocket, you would have uh, a launch stand that you'd put your rocket on, and your rocket would be attached to the stand and then you'd have like a an igniter box which essentially you just have almost like a car jumper cables going into the bottom of this thing onto the bottom of the rocket to start the motor and that's about it really you just need the launcher the rocket and the thing to launch the rocket which is be the igniter and then off it goes i asked lewis and charles how they personally got into such a niche hobby in 2014, I was lucky enough to have been chosen to represent my school at the Scottish Space School, uh, which was a week at Strathclyde University. And it had talked to astronauts, it had space-based activities, and it was great fun and really enjoyed it. That sort of set me on a path to doing studying physics at Harriet Watt, and from there I ended up doing mechatronics at Napier. And now at Napier I met Lewis, uh, the president, and he had the idea for the society, and. We sort of got talking as it was a hobby of his, and we decided to put it together. Uh, before that, I didn't actually have any real experience of amateur rocketry, so it was it's fairly new to me, but I was very excited to get started with it when we set up the society. 
personally, I was at my Air Cadets one day, oh, many years ago, and one of my mates who was into it asked if I'd like to come along to a rocket launch. And I have been building rockets ever since. Like, I went down to Fairly Moor, and uh, the first rocket I ever saw actually failed because the motor exploded. And safe to say, I was hooked. Before I end the podcast, I'd like to thank Lewis and Charles for taking the time to chat with me, and I'd also like to acknowledge the producers of the background music used in this podcast. The background tracks used in this podcast are as follows. Long Ride and Metaphoric by Bode Frequency, Convert Congregation and Jaeger's Cape by Blair Moon, and Indigo Girl by Daniel Birch. <laughs>